Hi guys. Happy Wednesday. I'm going to share my video. I'm actually live streaming on my laptop because my phone is dead. Was dead. It's charging. Okay. Here we go. Share. Hello. Okay. Okay. Wait, where did it go? No. Okay, bear with me. Oh my God. What's wrong with my computer? Share. To a page, to a group. How's it going, you guys? Um, in a group. All right, are we there yet? Food, levels, Okay, so obviously this is about pregnancy. And if you want to have a baby, keep watching, okay? And you could actually, though, use these principles, use these dynamics about energy, about manifesting health, essentially, um, in any area of your body related to health or transforming a condition or a symptom. So even if you aren't wanting to get pregnant, you can still use what I'm going to teach you. Obviously, it would apply <laughs> towards through yourself and not through someone else. But this is a really unique experience that I've had. And so I thought I might as well talk about it because um, my how to manifest my how I manifested my baby um, YouTube video is one of like my highest watched videos. And no wonder, right? Like YouTube is the best Google there is. And um, I did that training or that audio like last year sometime it was over a year ago i did it when i had dalton i had no idea that i was going to be pregnant myself at the time that i did that youtube video um so but i still got him right i still created him i still manifested him um you're manifesting everything all the time and so if you forget about this aspect or if you want to know more about it then stay tuned right and so if you guys don't know me my name is jody and i am an intuitive holistic health coach but um i teach food i teach plants heal you i teach energy i teach you can have what you want um mindset combined with food and all of that stuff together that's my vibe so um my first little boy dalton only little boy is two and a half and um he came to us through um, my sister carrying him as our gestational carrier. He is our child though, he's our DNA, and we did all of the fertility treatments. This was like eight years ago or so, or more even now. Um, so we created the embryos via IVF, and we got our embryos, and then we just kept doing transfers that never worked. 
And so we still had these frozen embryos after a period of time where I had basically said, I can't do it anymore. I've got to figure out something else. And um, we were just sort of sitting with that for a while. So I want to bring you up to speed on like where we're starting this conversation, which is at the time before we had um, the knowing about Dalton coming, um, we, we just had done IVF, struggled through it really hard, had no success except for getting embryos. And then um, we had them genetically tested to make sure that there wasn't something wrong with them. Um, and after that happened, we were left with five. So five embryos frozen and sort of just like not sure about what to do. Okay, so I'm gonna start with like how I manifested the baby through another path, okay? So um, obviously if you, if you wanna get pregnant and you don't wanna do fertility treatments, then that's your story and that's what you get to do. Um, I just wanna touch on this fact and I'm gonna talk about it more, but um, when I say another path, it literally means being open to possibility and open to um, your baby coming through any which way that it desires to come through that God and the universe desire, desire to send it to you. And I'm going to say it because him or her, I guess I could just randomly say him or her. Maybe I will. I don't know. <laughs> um, some of you guys who want to be pregnant, like you already know you have a baby that's there and you know the gender like I people tell me this all the time and like I know um my baby's gender and we haven't like been told or shown that um so you just know right you're intuitive okay so um let me get my notes because I have so much to say okay yes the first point is that you have to remember that the universe is always going to send you your desire through the path of least resistance okay so I had a lot of resistance, which is why I had fertility problems, right? Because if you are in the position where you want to get pregnant and you aren't getting pregnant or you're having trouble, then you already have the desire, right? So you don't have to like do any work really on that. Like it's there and it exists. You have that. You want that. But you have to clear away all the crap that's in between you and the having of it. Otherwise, you would already have it, right? Otherwise, it would just be like a timing thing. Like you would know it was coming for sure, and you wouldn't be like struggling with it or questioning it. You would just be like, no, I'm for sure getting pregnant. I know my body's healthy and da-da-da-da-da, but it's just not happened yet, okay? Okay, so the universe will send the, the pregnancy to you or the baby to you through the path of least resistance. So, um... I had a whole, whole, whole lot of resistance when we started the fertility stuff. Um, deep down, not that deep down even, like I was scared to death and I didn't really want it. It wasn't the right time and I wanted to pursue going back to school and my career in nutrition. And so that was sort of a big block for me, for us, while we were going through fertility treatments, right? Because I wrote a post that I just posted today, which was about the relief that I felt every time the nurse would call and tell me that the IVF didn't work and I would feel relieved. And so, hello, that's kind of a sign because relief 
is what you want to feel, but like on the way to what you want. And so I was feeling relief on the way to not being pregnant. So that was what I wanted. Um, and so obviously like going through the fertility stuff and it, the necessity of it for me, for us, because I wasn't ovulating, I didn't get my period, like there's no egg, hey, you need help. That, that was a struggle, right? And so I had to go through, I believe I had to go through that to learn what I know now and to be able to share this information with you guys. Um, but after that, so let's go back to like where we sort of started where, okay, so we did IVF, it didn't work. I decided that I can't do it anymore. I needed to heal my body and feel like my body was my own body again and feel healthy again, get rid of my symptoms. Um, and so here we are with these five embryos frozen, okay? And this is so funny because um, when we originally just sort of like took a break from it, we had no plan, okay? So like zero plan. There are these little frozen embryos in a hospital, you know, nearby, and they're just sitting there, okay? Um, we didn't know what we were going to do. And when we originally, like obviously the doctors and stuff, they'll bring things up like, well, you know, you could look at um, a gestational carrier, which is, um, gestational carrier is when a woman carries for you and it's your embryo, it's your um, egg and sperm. A surrogate typically means that it's that person's um, egg and then you match it with like the, the sperm of like the dad basically if the woman can't create an egg so that's what a lot of people do or in like different um situations today there's lots of different situations where you might have to like get an egg and sperm from other people both okay but gestational carrier means it's someone's body as the vessel carrying your your dna so when we first started like hearing about this and like the concept of it, my husband was like, no way, we're not doing that. That is so weird. How could we do that? You know? And I was like, I didn't really know. I was just trying to figure out my health and I was just like, mm -hmm, whatever. I was just so relieved to not be shooting shots into my thighs, my hips and my stomach every day and feeling like crap. So like I didn't push it for sure. And then like as some time passed and like this is pretty normal, like as as you like get further away from like the pain of the situation, you, you tend to forget, right? Isn't this what women say about like giving birth? Like you forget and then you're like, oh, I can do that again. So like obviously we never forgot about our embryos and we never forgot about this idea of having a family, but it went from, um, it went from no way in hell are we doing that. That's so weird, a random person to like, well, maybe we could do that. You know, maybe maybe that would work. Like, who knows? It could be helpful. It could could be really good, you know? And again, my favorite TV show that taught me everything that I knew at the time, so I trained my subconscious about fertility and, and fertility treatments, was Bill and Juliana's show, uh, which I love. They should bring it back. When they were trying to get pregnant with Duke, and they had to get a gestational carrier for him, right? I think they only had one embryo, and it worked, right? So I started getting on like these forums and stuff and like it was way overwhelming. Don't get on those forums. 
don't do it. There's Facebook groups, maybe that would work for you. It depends, like who's running it for sure. So um, it just got overwhelming. Then, like we had, we had an almost gestational carrier where it like almost went all the way through, and then it it fell apart at the end because she like worked in a Catholic school, and the priest like said that wouldn't work because like we don't believe in IVF because they're Catholic and they wouldn't know what to tell the children and stuff like that. And so I was like super upset at the time, which kind of surprises me now. So I don't remember the thing about me, you guys, that you have to understand is, and I hope this gives you a lot of hope is like, I never was super clingy and attached to the idea of the baby. And I think that's what really helped me a lot to be able to process through it, to be able to stay sane, as sane as I could with all the like hormonal triggers, triggers and emotions and stuff. But I didn't get obsessed about it in a negative way. Whereas like, focused on, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it, right? Um, I was always able to stay in a place of like, well, I know I'm always going to be okay, and I always, I'm going to be fine if I never have a child, which is like, hello, it's like a really good manifesting tip. You have to be like totally fine without the thing that you really want um, so that it can come to you. You can't be too attached to it. So, Okay, so path of least resistance, I'm like blabbing on, but I want you guys to know the whole story so that you can kind of get what I'm saying. Um, so, um, post IVF, I was working on my health and having great success, like, right? I had learned, this is the, the time when I actually started to know the truth about the body and food and how to heal with food. And so I was making a lot of progress with my health and I was feeling more like myself again. And... Um, but what you have to know is like at the time I still was in the position where, um, when I thought about the subject of fertility and I thought about the subject of anything related to IVF and like even doing a transfer like into me, this was like a few years, like three or four years later after I initially did all the, the, the stimulation shots. It was still very traumatizing to me. I didn't want anything to do with it. So I had a lot of fear, right? So when I thought about, okay, how are we going to get one of our embryos here? And thinking about it coming through me, I was like, no, I don't want that. That's painful. That's going to ruin my body again. I'm scared, basically. And so, you know, like, so here we had like this idea of like maybe having a carrier, but then like, <laughs> it's just a lot of like just weird situations that we ran into, you know, like you don't know where the people live. And like, that's why I know there's really good um, programs and businesses that actually screen people for you. Like I probably would recommend working with someone like that, but um, to do it on your own, it's like a very vulnerable thing, right? To think about giving your, your child essentially into a person you don't know's body and them taking care of it for almost a year, you know? And I can do another video about all the legalities of this stuff, but there's some crazy laws, and it depends on where you live around this stuff too that can freak you out. So, like, I just, we were just pretty overwhelmed. So, but the main point I want you to get is we're still looking for the path of least resistance. So, I wasn't it, is what I want you guys to know. So, in the way that Dalton came to us, 
was the easiest way that God could send him to us because I was too afraid to have the baby. I was too upset about what the IVF had done to my body and I was too upset about how it made me feel and what it did to my body and my health. So I didn't want anything to do with that. So there was like a big roadblock to pregnancy for me and therefore a baby for my husband and I because of my fear of the process that I thought that I would have to take. And literally I would have had to still do that, right? Because one, we had the embryos that were ours that we wanted to use um, and I still wasn't getting my period this at this time before Dalton was born. I was feeling way better. I had cleansed a lot of junk out of me. My, my digestion was back. My energy was back. I lost the weight. My skin was getting better. Um, but I, I didn't have like my hormones balanced yet. I still didn't know all the things yet that I know now. So it like in order for me to carry an embryo, I would have had to do the same thing that we did all the other times, frozen transfers, which was, um, we already had the embryos, so you just have to like take medicines in, in like one or two shots, I think if I remember right, to like prepare the uterine lining and stuff. But because my hormones in my body wasn't doing it myself, I would have had to do the medication again. And, and I was not gonna do it because I just realized what it had done to me. So it was a block, like so there, the path of, of a baby coming couldn't be through me. And so it couldn't be through me and we were running into roadblocks with looking for someone to carry. And then my, you know, like my husband would say things randomly like, well, what about so-and-so? Like I ran into this guy at a cocktail party and he said his wife always wanted to do it. And I would take that and be like, oh my God, you're like driving me crazy because like, I don't know this person. Like you met them at a cocktail party or you know them from, work or some random thing it's like it's your child and like I think as a man maybe like they're just not as attached like I was attached to it to him him even though he was frozen in a freezer far away you know and so like you guys I just want to stress like it was really hard to think about like somebody else carrying the baby so what happened was um I had been far enough away in a in period of time from our IVF process that I sort of like didn't think about it all the time like I used to and because my body had healed and I felt like myself again, it wasn't like a constant memory or reminder day after day like when I woke up and I felt like I couldn't eat or like I was bloated or fat or like acne and stuff like that. I didn't feel like that anymore because I was getting better and healthier and healthier plus I was able to do what I actually wanted to do, which was focus on work and focus on nutrition and clients. And I had gone through and finished school at this point. So I was like, fine. I was like having fun and living life. You know, we were married and no children. And like we were the best friends to invite for dinner at eight on a Friday night because we would always say yes and could go. And that, so that's kind of where we were at. And so finally, I had had enough separation from like the fear around it and just like a relaxation and a sense of relief that I didn't have to do anything that I didn't believe in anymore. I didn't have to go through a treatment protocol that I was against at that time. Um, so 
And we just sort of stopped even pursuing looking for a carrier. We didn't go on the forums. We didn't go on the Facebook groups. Nothing was happening, okay? So I want you guys to get this. Nothing was happening. It looked like nothing was happening. It looked like we have these embryos and what are, what are we going to do? How are they going to get here on earth? And then that was when um, it was, let's see, it must have been, was it spring? Was it spring? Was it, I can't remember, it was 2016 at some, some point. Oh, spring, yes. And my sister and her husband came to me and they said, we've been thinking about this for a long time. We've been getting counseling on it as a family. And I'm going to cry. But she basically said, like, we really want to help you and carry the baby for you. And it was like in an instant, we knew it was going to work, or I did, because essentially the path got cleared just like that, right? Because my fears that would have blocked the outcome that I wanted were me having to do it, me having to do medicine and, and hormone treatments again. Um, and again, like the fears that I just originally still had about like me being pregnant, it was very scary to me. Like I was afraid. I didn't know what it would be like, especially after the, the physical stuff I went through with IVF. I couldn't imagine it being bad like that again. And then it when when my sister said she would do it, I didn't have any fear about like who it was. I didn't have any fear about where the baby would be. I didn't have any fear about would they give it back to me? Like would they try to steal it? Like this is legitimate stuff that goes through your head. Um, I didn't have any fear about what she would eat or not eat. You guys, after I learned everything about health, after I learned everything about fertility, there was no way in hell I was going to let my baby go inside a person that was gonna eat Doritos and drink Mountain Dew because I knew what would happen. And I knew that like, as you carry your child, you're influencing their DNA. You're starting their health system. You're starting it out for them, with them. And I, and, like, I was scared about their their energy, like their, their beliefs, because all of that gets transferred, right? And all of it. And so my sister is very much like me and she has three kids already and she eats so healthy and she's holistic. And so, and she lived down the street basically. So I would be close. It was like perfect. It was better than we could have imagined, right? It was better than anyone we could have ever found. And we never asked them to do it. It came to us because it was the right time. And I can't tell you the whole story. I'd probably be on here for two hours, but legitimately when they came to us, the timing was such that we told our doctors and everything schedule wise clicked in really fast. Like you have to meet with like a therapist to make sure like you're all on the same page. Like she and her husband had to meet with them, then Heath and I, then all four of us together. Um, they had to like look at her body and health. And then at that point, we were able to also tell them, let them know that we didn't want to use medicine and we didn't want to use drugs because why would we have to when her body naturally produces hormones and she had a regular cycle? So that's a tip. If you're going to do IVF and you have embryos, you don't have to do the medication to do it at frozen transfer. I've told one of my clients about it and she, it worked. She has a baby now, little boy. Um, and so we kind of had to like 
do it our own way, but, and they were hesitant because they said, well, we don't have stats on that. You know, it's like more secure if we know this. And we're like, we don't care. We don't, we're not doing the medicine. So we didn't. And literally they gave her one trigger shot to make sure that like they knew when she ovulated so we could put the baby in the embryo after literally picked her up <laughs> at her house that morning, drove to the hospital, which was like two hours away. Um, like her kids were like, bye mommy. Like, it was kind of like, this is so weird. You guys, if you haven't experienced the life of someone with fertility treatments, like it, especially gestational care, it is so weird. Like nobody's going to tell you these stories. So like Heath and I picked up my sister, like we drive to the hospital. Basically they ask you your name and your ID like a million times to make sure they put the right thing in you. And there's like this little window in the OR the embryologist is on the other side and they basically would thought out one of the embryos that morning. And when you get there, and this is what they did with me when I did it every time, they'll, they take a picture of the embryo that they thought out. And if the first one they thought out wouldn't have survived the thaw, which is what they call surviving the thaw because ours had been unthawed to be tested and the thawed or frozen again. So that's hard on them. They would have gone to the next, but the first one they took out, was Dalton and um, he thought he thought out really well and they took a picture so they come into the room and they show you this piece of paper and I literally like almost dropped it when they showed me because all the other times that I had done the transfer so I think we did four all the other times they showed me the picture of the embryo it's like in a square I, I'll post it for you guys in food rebels okay and it was just like a circle and they're like, this is the outer lining and this is where it implants or, you know, it's just like a blob. It's so small, but they blow it up. And um, when they came in the room and Heath and Kelly and I were in there, we were like, whoa, because it looks like it was hatching. And none of the other ones ever, ever looked like that. They just looked like circles, like blobby circles. But Dalton's thawed embryo looked like it was already coming out of the cell membrane, like ready to go. And so they literally put it in a tube with fluid and shoot it in there and you can see it on the screen and that's it. Then you go home and then you have to wait 10 days and they call you and then you're pregnant or you're not. And she was, of course, right? So I just want to highlight these main points again. So if you're trying to manifest a baby at all, but being open to it coming through another path, especially if you're a person that has done fertility treatments or you do have embryos or you're just like, I know I'm going to have to use um, an egg donor or embryos or whatever. It's all the same concept. So you guys, you have to be, um, you have to be available for the path. And so I wasn't available for it to be me, which you might think like, whoa, how are you ever going to have your baby then? But, and again, like I wasn't available for it to be me. I wasn't available for it to be an unknown stranger. And I never asked my family or my sisters to do it. So it just happened when everything lined up. The timing was right for us. The timing was right literally for them. They decided to have their last child and they did it. Like they had been thinking about it that long. Um, and the timing ended up perfect for the doctors. Like there's uptime and downtime when you do IVF. Um, you have to, the OR has to be on the schedule. And I was leaving for a trip to Florence, Italy. And if we hadn't hit this deadline with like 
this one appointment she and I went to, they were like, oh, we think you already ovulated. We can't do it. Now, it would have been like three months later till we could have done it again. But then they came back in the room. We literally sat and they were like, it's going to work. It's going to work. And they were like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God. So it just all fell into place, right? Because there wasn't any resistance for me, for me with her, for us doing a natural transfer. We didn't have to do the drugs or anything, right? And then we knew that it would work. Um, like you just have this feeling, right? You just have this like gut feeling sometimes, like you just know, um, and we knew that it would work. And so that was basically how it happened with um, Dalton. Now, I wanna compare this quickly to the difference between manifesting him and manifesting this baby, which I'm carrying, okay? All right, so the first thing you have to remember is, when you how you feel when you think about the subject of the thing that you want right so if you want to have a baby if you want to get pregnant how do you feel when you think about that subject so like obviously like before IVF it it was fear i felt dramatic fear <laughs> not good afterwards i was like very resentful of it i hated it like i'm not doing that so it's still a lot of like yuck vibes, you know, like, so it's not going to happen. Um, and then like now, like this literally only happened, whatever, a few months ago, right? I, on this, if you would have asked me before I knew I was pregnant, like, how did I feel? How did I feel on the, uh, on the subject of me having a baby? I would have said, well, I know it's going to happen at some point. That's what I would have said. I wasn't like, yay. I'm gonna do it, I can't wait. I wasn't trying, I wasn't, I literally wasn't thinking about it, you guys. And so this is a, a teaching point that's huge is, um, it's everything is based on how you feel, right? So you have to understand how you feel, but especially how you feel about the thing that you want. So if you, if you have this thing that you want, but you feel kind of like worried about it, or you feel like, hesitant about it or you're like fearful about it then there's work to do on that subject and that work is inner work but it will translate into physical so you don't even have to always be thinking about that subject for it to be moving because nothing ever stays the same so i just wasn't thinking about it which allowed it to progress energetically I didn't, I never would wake up in the day and be like, oh, I wish I had another baby or like, when am I ever going to have another baby or I wonder what we're going to do about this. No, I never thought about it because like I said, I just had this inner knowing that I would have a baby at some point. And if you want to have a baby, then I believe that you have that feeling too. And um, it's really, it matters how you feel though. And so the point is like, sometimes the best thing you can do is to not think about it and to focus on other things in your life, right? Get off the subject. Um, but on the subject, so there's two, there's a couple things happening here. So number one, if you feel like really bad about something, like when I was doing IVF and then I stopped doing IVF, I got off the subject. I said, no, 
not doing it and then I'm not thinking about it. There's no way, right? And so I felt better instantly because it was such a resistant subject. But as I healed, as I got better, I could think about it and I could think about it differently. And I didn't fear, I knew I didn't have to do IVF anymore. And I knew that if I did do a transfer, I could do it naturally like my sister did and it could work. So I didn't have any fear of like estrogen pills, of fall stem shots, of like those huge needles, this huge that go in your hips. I didn't have those fears anymore because I had been shown that there was another way. Okay, even if it was an embryo transfer, I was shown there was another way. So I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about it and I wasn't so afraid of it like I used to be where I, if you told me like if you wanted to talk to me about me having a baby, I would have used to like cringe and be like, no, I'm not, I don't want that, no. And a few months ago before I knew I was pregnant, I would have been like, well, yeah, so it's going to happen at some point, right? Um, and I would have just been like, it's okay if it happens. So, <laughs> um, the other part of this is you have a desire, and I bet most of you guys, if you're watching this live or on the replay, that you want to have a baby, like, it's the time. Like, you just know, like, this is the time, and something isn't working, and I really want to make this happen or to allow this to happen. You probably are going to have an easier time than I did. And I thought that I had, like, post-IVF, like, obviously years ago, but this time, it was so easy. But I bet it'd be way easier for even you guys. Why? Because your desire is so dominant. And mine was just sort of in the background. So, you know, even if you just like know you want to have a baby sometime, it doesn't have to be like this thing you like long for all day long. But if you know, you know, the desire is there. And so when you're playing with manifestation, the, the best work is to focus on that desire and to grow that desire and to know that that desire is yours and it's done. See, I wasn't doing any of that. <laughs> That's how easy this is going to be. That's how easy it can be to have a baby. Have a baby through you or something else. If you have that desire and you are able to focus on that desire with such strength and knowing and get yourself to believe that it's already there, that there is a way that it's coming, then it's coming, okay? So the other way you work on this is you clear the resistance. One of the ways I did that was by, I just didn't think about it. I didn't think about it at all. You know, it was just sort of like, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I'm doing other things. So you can do it either way. Um, and then we have to talk about, too, like the physical resistance, which is, when the body isn't cooperating and things aren't working essentially well with health, then, then those, that's resistance too. Like you have to look at what's actually going on in your body. You can't ignore this because it's not all metaphysical. It's not all, it's not all beliefs. We also have to deal with the world we live in and things in our body and the health and the status of our health of our body and toxins in our body and what we're eating and what we're drinking and what we're exposed to and all that stuff counts and all that stuff matters. So that's all resistant. So your two points are enhancing the desire and decreasing the resistance, right? 
So I just knew that, well, I was healthy now. And so this comes down to establishing some core beliefs, right? And this can give you a ton of relief, you guys, if you want to have a baby and you want to get pregnant, um, if you believe these things, okay? So I believe that I know all the reasons why physically women are having trouble getting pregnant, and I know how to help you clear those. What a relief, right? Um, and I know, so it's funny because I think a lot of coaches talk about like, oh, here's how I did this, and here's how I did that. Like, um, like I'll just use like my coaches because they're like business coaches or money coaches. Like, here's how I moved through fear of not enough money, or here's how I moved through blah, 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 or getting clients. Um, for me, I wasn't really aware of what I was actually doing at the time. But what happened to me is I did all the things, my body responded and I healed, and then I was given more knowing knowledge and information about what had actually been going on. And so I sort of did it backwards where I did things, I healed, and then I was shown why that worked. Okay? So either way, I know how to help you. <laughs> I know how to help you. I know how to help you if it's mystery infertility. I know how to help you if it's PCOS. I know how to help you if it's endometriosis. I know how to help you if you have gut stuff, adrenal stuff, thyroid stuff. I know how to help you if you um, have a lot of fear in your mind and things like that. And so that's what it is, you guys. You've got to heal the physical and you've got to be on the same page with your desire. Boom, you'll have a baby. That's what's gonna happen. So I just knew that I understood so clearly what it takes to have a fertility ready body, a baby body ready situation, which is the name of my program, right? Baby body ready. That's what we're doing. I'm not calling it like get pregnant now or fertility 101. It's baby body ready because these are the steps it takes to truly be ready physically in your health to allow the baby to come through with ease and for you to be so established and so strong in the foundation of your health and the, and the energy reserves that you need for fertility and the digestive strength that you need and the adrenal strength that you need so that then you have a simpler pregnancy and easier pregnancy so this baby can really benefit from you instead of like pulling from you and draining from you what you already are lacking um, you know, in the body, in nutrients, in reserves. And that's gonna allow you to like go forward into motherhood with so much more ease and for the baby to have so much more ease and for you to have this energetic and emotional capacity to be more there instead of feeling this, the struggle or the suffering with a body that isn't strong, okay? So I just knew like, well, crap. <laughs> I healed myself so I'm gonna get pregnant, right? Because I wasn't trying not to. We weren't doing anything to stop it and I was getting my period and I was ovulating. Like I knew it. Like I healed it all. I knew I was I knew I was going to get pregnant because I was healthy and I understood the mechanism of fertility in for, in terms of health. That's what all you need to know. You need to know how to get your body prepared, clear away the symptoms, clear away any health issues, inflammatory issues, any known fertility issues, anything that is unknown needs to just be explained to you, which I will explain to you. 
when you do that, the body is so receptive to you having a baby when you have the desire to have a baby that you better watch out. It's going to come through so fast, you know, because like literally I'm telling you, I wasn't meditating on this baby. I wasn't praying for the baby. I thought about it sometimes, but it was sort of like just a thought and then it would go and I'm like, well, that was a thought, you know? So when you can, you can clear everything from your body that's in the way physically, you can heal, you can be confident in the knowledge of your body being strong, healthy, and ready for a baby, then there's nothing resistant there. The only other thing is you and your feelings about being pregnant, you and your feelings about having this baby, you and your feelings about being a mother, being a, a mother again, being a mother for the first time, being a mother and having a business. Like I know that's a big thing for you guys because you know, like we're entrepreneurs and your business is your baby and your business was always your first baby. That was mine and it was like I needed that to be my focus for a while and probably you do too. And so now it's about shifting your focus and attention so that the universe, so that God, so that the baby and your body all together know that now is the time and that this is what you want. You literally sometimes have to tell your body it's time. And there's ways to do that. So, yeah. So that's what happened. So here's the main takeaways. And I'm going to give you some things to journal on. Um, it's funny because, um, like, pregnancy literally is the ultimate manifestation analogy, isn't it? Right? Because, it's like, when you want to manifest something, it's believing it without seeing it. And for like a lot of women, even for me, I was pregnant for quite a few weeks and I didn't even know. And um, even now, like maybe you can't see my whole body. I don't look that pregnant yet. But, you know, you, you, you have this baby and like it's coming. It's coming for sure. Like at the point you've had a pregnancy test and it's positive, you have like a stronger faith because it's like, well, it's proven, I've been shown. But it's really the same even now if you just have the desire to be pregnant or the desire to have a baby. It's the same as if like you didn't look pregnant yet, but you were and you didn't know. Um, that's how you need to feel about it, that it's done, it's coming, it's already created. It's just when, okay? So when, and this is so funny because it's not so funny. It's just the way it is. When Dalton was coming, so my sister was carrying him. The first few months, it was sort of like unreal, especially because I didn't have him in me. So I would see my sister like all the time and go on walks with her and stuff. But then I would come home, you know, and I would just feel normal. So it was almost like I didn't really feel like it was real, but it was. And so when she got bigger and bigger, like the belly grew bigger. And then towards the end, it was like a month before, I was like, oh damn, like this is for real coming. And I like that's how you guys need to be in the energy of the baby that you want, even if you're not pregnant now at all. I mean, you can't be a little bit, right? <laughs> so you're not pregnant yet, but you have a desire. But feel the way that you would feel if you were eight months pregnant. That totally got my ass into gear because I was taking really good care of myself. I completely quit drinking. I was working out more. 
I was hydrating myself. I was like, I know that this is going to happen. Like, I don't know exactly when, but I know it's going to happen. Like, we literally have the exact due date because we know when the embryo got put in there. Um, but still, you don't know exactly when it's going to happen. But I knew it was coming. Like, you have to feel this way. You have to know the baby is yours. You have to know that it's coming. It's inevitable. And so then you start to act like it, right? Like, so then I got serious. And I was like, I need to be prepared. I don't know what's going to happen. It could come tomorrow, even if it's a month out. I need to get the nursery ready. I need to be ready. I need to pack the bags. I need to get bottles and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know? So feel like that now and then I started to journal and do my scripting process every day of um, talking about how it was now that we had the baby even though we didn't have the baby yet um, and you can do this today even if you have no idea how to get pregnant you can start writing it like it's done do this literally it will work um, you have to start writing it and I would write things like oh my gosh, the delivery went so well, and the baby is so healthy and happy and sleeps through the night and has such a good demeanor, and um, my sister recovered really well, and it was just beautiful and wonderful. So I would write all these things, right, 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 and I would feel it. I would put on my music, and then I would visualize them handing me the baby, and that was like super emotional for me because it had been like nearly 10 years of this process, and so you ever want to know how to manifest something faster? Imagine the image of you being handed your baby and then feel those feelings and then tie it into anything else you want to manifest. And it is very powerful. So this is these are part of the processes that you get to use when you want to get pregnant. You know, like we're not going to ignore nutrition. We're not going to ignore your body. We're going to look at all the things. And so this is what we're going to do in my coaching program in my baby body ready program that I'm so excited to tell you guys about which is it's four months long and it's just me and you working through everything that's going on with your body that's going on with your health so that we can clear the way get rid of physical resistance make sure you know how to take care of yourself so that you know that you know that you know how your body works you know how to eat you know how to feed yourself pre-pregnancy when you're early pregnant you know, after, like, you need to know all of this because when you get put into this system, like, it's going to try to tell you, like, just do this, just do this, just do this, like, you know, and, like, there's things to know if you want to do it the healthy way, if you want to do it differently like I did. Um, and so we'll work through all of that, anything that's emotionally blocking you, if you think you're too old, if you think it's too late, if you think there's no way, if you, like... And even going back to this part about like manifesting through yourself or someone else, like if you know like you're going to need some support in that, like you, you have to be able to be okay all the way with it coming through some, some form of support. And I don't know if you're going to need that or not until I talk to you. So if you're wondering, like just send me a message and I'm happy to give you feedback because not everyone's perfect for this program. Um, the ideal person for this program is somebody who knows that now is the time that they want to start their family or get pregnant, whether it's first time and you're having secondary infertility or again, and um, you just have some stuff going on with your body and your health, and you just know that you're not your healthiest, and you know that 
being healthy means so much. And especially when you're pregnant, like it's such a blessing to be able to have this time to prepare. Like I can't stress enough how much it will change your child's future and how happy it makes me to be able to teach people this so that they can like just start this process with their new baby, continuing on taking care of themselves as a mom, but their children, like how you take care of them, their health, you're feeding them. Like you're literally, you know, like you're, you are training their immunity or training their health or changing their DNA, influencing it as you're pregnant. And then afterwards, it's so vitally important what happens right away after they're born. So um, I'll put the link in here. I have a page on my website about it. Oh, I'll just put my bit.ly link. Okay, so bit.ly forward slash baby body ready. Or you can just send me a message if you're interested. Um, and let me know if you have questions. If you're wondering if it's for you, you can read through the page and see if it resonates with you. But, you know, like I'm, I'm going to talk to you about food. I'm going to talk to you about health. I'm going to talk to you about how to get your body healthy because when you're healthy, fertility is an extension of your health and it's not ever supposed to be hard. This isn't supposed to be a rampant problem like it is, especially in the United States. It's just, it's a condition of the system that we're living in and so we need to be smarter than it and then we outsmart it, okay? All right guys, so I hope you like this video. Please post any questions or comments and think about, you know, think about when you think about you and you having a baby, how do you feel? Because that's going to show you like kind of where the work is that you need to start looking at and what to do. Um, and then think about your body and think about like, is this body ready to be pregnant today? Or is there a, a more ideal state of health for me? And then that's the work to work on. And I say this almost on every video I talk about fertility, but I want to say it one more time. If you have stuff going on with your health and you don't think it's fertility related like you have gut issues or you're tired all the time or skin um you know thyroid stuff you might be like oh i don't really have fertility issues i just don't know why i'm getting pregnant or even if you have something like pcos or endometriosis don't try to get pregnant with that stuff heal that stuff and you'll get pregnant naturally okay that is the path so I'll talk to you guys soon and um, send me a message.